podcast, podcast, you can't win. I touch black and white just by stroking my chin. Tell mama got a plan if he just sit in. And we can be the sons and thus fit in. Talking a good game, topics never lame. Conversations just the same right before they left the brain. Seriously funny, but if you take us seriously, you end up smiling. If not, laugh hilariously. And every Tuesdays we're on the ones, so stay in tune before noon. It's the particle sons. It's ridiculously funny, 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 funny. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone space in the world because neither one of us had a lot of degrees. I am marvelous. And, and I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the particle sons. Hope and you got this, your hearing. And this is uh race for the White House 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. pretty much, yeah. Race for the White House 2020. I don't know if we'll name it that. We'll name the episode that, or we'll see what it actually. Has. Actually, I had uh, I had the idea of naming it because of the topics we're gonna touch touch upon. I had the idea of naming it "Air Apparent." Why that? Because uh, was it five or four or five years ago we first became aware of the 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 phrase I can't breathe. Yeah. Um and today we hear the same sediment from the same situation. So I thought of dubbing this air apparent uh because of the double entendre of of the air being the next in line. Mm-hmm. This is the parent of it. And shit, we need air, man. <laughs> and this might be the show to talk about that. Well, let's air some shit it's out. It's apparent that we need air, man. We need <clears throat> air. All right. Let's so, air some shit out. So go let's, ahead. Let's, let's, let's get started, man. Let's talk about George Floyd, R.I.P. George Floyd, in Minneapolis, and the riots that follow his death. So, so. George, uh, how do you where, start? I was about to say, where, where do we start? Let's start with my favorite area. He was a porn star, RIP to a great, you know, career cut short. His dick wasn't. But, was about, you know. I was about to say, um, career cut short, but apparently he wasn't. No, but I want to say, um, I seen a few things from doing research on him himself. Yeah. Not including the whole riot dance or his death and everything like that. This, more of his life. Right. Before he was a decent dude. He was a decent dude. He already had no issues, too, too many problems and all the above. Uh yeah, I think the first the first um actual characterization I got of him was from Steven Jackson. When Steven Jackson made the post. Saying how you know, do was do was a a good dude. He was you know trying to turn his get his life in order and so forth like that. Mm. Um, prior to that, I didn't hear anything else towards him. Usually, you know, you they're quick to dig up dirt on on somebody. Important. To, well, that being, but I mean, again, that didn't come till that didn't come till later. But even with that, says shit. 
Well, I mean, he died early in the week, right? He died early in the week. He died was, early in the week and stuff, whatever. Saying, and then, but, like, but I'm pretty sure they were digging. The I'm pretty sure they were digging. Everybody was digging. And they probably they probably had porn, but probably were digging for something a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, you but you, I mean? you got to. Because I, I look at it and stuff as that. Where do you benefit with this narrative? And where do you stand on this side of the, of the story? Yeah. Right, so yeah. I mean, you have to dig and stuff for everything, because I mean, I feel like some people look for a reason to justify certain type of things. Like, right, you know what I'm saying? So like, right, if this guy was a bad guy. They'd be like, yo, if we didn't put him down, like say, you know, touch wood that if he was a pedophile or something like that, there are right. more kids got that got touched. Right, right. So they're just looking for means and stuff, whatever, to yeah. say like this is the reason why we did. And we, I mean, and, and we've seen it in, in many other cases where you know, what I mean, as, as soon course. as something has happened, they're quick to focus on this person's, you know, this area of this person's life or this, you know, they, they tend to find the the one bad that they may have done amongst a thousand goods. Mm -hmm. But that's that's human nature, though. Human nature. It's human, human nature. nature. That's the reason why, like, I always, like, I'm, I'm a big fan of just leading off with your bad when you meet a person. Right. Because if I lead off with the bad, like, about myself, your view of me is low to the earth. When you hear about the goods, all it is is going up. It's just raising. If you're next in line to be God, you know? Yeah. And then you hear that that person field goal, punt, and kicks chihuahuas through a, a goal post, mm -hmm. your view from that one bad has ruined you down from, like, being God, next in line to be God, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Heir apparent. Heir apparent. So, yeah, so George, he was a decent dude. And everything and stuff. Uh, with him an officer that I don't like to give people the steam and the energy and stuff, whatever. If you've noticed that about me, like if you're kind of like actual monster, right? I don't like to give them fuel and stuff like because yeah. I don't want their name to be nowhere tied to coming out of my mouth. I mean, we I, we, we try our best to focus on the topic itself and not so much Correct. the person. Correct. So I mean. For the officers that have, that have done everything, right, played their part, and then to the direct officer that did that, a life was cut short for no reason, no justifiable reason. Other police officers turned to social media saying that there's no police training to the way how the knee to the neck can't breathe. Nothing like that has been taught through police academy. They don't know where they got this from. Right. And okay, so he wasn't using a, he wasn't using a standard. No. Police move. No. Okay. No. Okay. Because I think that's I I think that's something that should be pointed out because, um, I think one of the initial videos, a bystander was yelling out that he he knows that move. He recognizes that move. So it kind of had me thinking that it was it was standard. But it, it's good to see that police have come forward and kind of cleared the air, saying, "Hey, no." We don't have this sort of training, right? Right. This is not this is not by the book, right? Typically, so yeah, and the life is cut short with the knee cutting off the man's oxygen and everything like that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, your thoughts on this? Um, I'm done with the murder porn. It's funny because when I when I first when I first watched it and like I, you know I say this all the time sometimes. Watching for me, watching news, watching social me media, the whole thing it is surreal. It's like, it's like I'm watching something out of a movie. 
Whereas, you know, you can watch the movie and know that, okay, what's happening behind this, what's happening in front of you is not real, mm-hmm. right? It's it's fake. And you, and you say to yourself, you say, that, oh, man, that could never happen in a real-life situation. Sometimes watching movies, okay, right? But it's like now you're watching the news, you're watching social media, and you're seeing shit happen in real life that you t- you watch the movies and say, nah, that's too far-fetched to happen in a real-life situation. So now, with me, it, it kind of hit like that because I'm like, okay, we've been going through this whole song and dance about pre- police brutality for the past how long now? It's, it's Rodney King. Rodney King, right? So we're going all the way back from Rodney King, right? Right. Because um, that's when I guess it's kind of been to direct media yeah. control. Everything else stuff, whatever, was more hearsay. More hearsay. Until they wanted to see right, it. So right. say 90, 90s? And it's funny that you mentioned Rodney King because, again, that whole incident, to what's happening today, that whole incident was ahead of its time. Because, and I say that because the reason why we're, we're, we are getting privy to so much information now is because of the cameras, right? Right. And to think about if we go all the way back to Rodney King, that shit was happening all the time. It's just that, that it was caught that was by a camera, right. right? For us to, to actually physically see and say, okay, there's no way y'all can sweep this under the, the, the rug. We see it with our own eyes. You understand? So a lot of these incidents that are happening now, we see with our own eyes. But it's just the fact that I'm seeing these things. We know that we see these things with with our own eyes. We know there's so much tension that's going on with the police and the Black community. We know that cameras are out on full force, Mm -hmm. right? So to see an officer who I got to think to myself, knows all these things as well as I know, still disregard all of that and kind of maintain that level of force to the point where I don't even care if the cameras are watching me or not. Mm. I don't care if this motherfucker is underneath my knees saying that I'm choking him to death. I ain't going to let up because I'm the police I'm backed by the law. Ain't nothing gonna happen to me, and I ain't scared. I ain't worried about shit. To the point where I almost felt like, yo, now he's he's taunting us. He's doing this on purpose. Mm. It's the kind of feeling that I got. And I'm like, shit, I can't even... How do I feel like that? Because, like, again, like I said again, I could see this on the movies and not have that feeling, right? But here it is. This is the actual news that I'm seeing this on. So it 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 left me it left me dumbfounded. It left it left me wondering where are we at as a society where the police feel so much power, feel so much to the point that they're untouchable, where they feel that they can just do this sort of thing and get you know and get away with it. Even if he thought he was gonna kill the person or not, because he probably didn't think the person was gonna die underneath his his knee. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'll give him that much of benefit of, of the doubt, right? right? Right. But to the fact that this person's underneath your knee and 
is telling you that you're not, he, he can't breathe, right? Your fellow officers are beside you with knees on him to make sure he can't move, right? It, your, your whole bravado is still to the point where you don't even think it's necessary for you to just, just even just let up a little bit off the neck. I ain't even saying you take your leg off him, but to just, le just to let up a bit and move your, your knee down so where, you know, if this man's complaining, fine, okay, you know what, I'll ease up and let you breathe. Like, it don't even, that, like, that thought doesn't even dawn into your mind. So when I, th when I think about it and that thought doesn't even dawn into your mind, then to me, yeah, this is purposely done at this point, right? Mm. So now, what is, so now I got to try, I can't wrap my head about around what the motivation could be. I mean, is is it that much hate for black people? Is it that much? Is it that much? You know, you know, you know, the, you know, separation between the black community and the, the 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 police, where you gotta you gotta now. I I don't even know what to say. You gotta not enforce your superiority because that's what that was. That was that was past that was past the law at that point. Mm -hmm. Now you're you now you're kind of, you're now you're forcing yourself su superior on the situation. Because other officers said that's not that's not standard move. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. So too many things come to my come to head. Uh... Like what? Like when you first seen? Like what was the incident that you got when you first seen it? I I mean I mean I know where me. I... Uh. <laughs> I was forced to watch it. I was forced to watch it. Yeah. I'm done watching the more, like I said, I'm I'm over the more the murder porn. I'm over murder porn and stuff. Like, like I didn't watch the I didn't watch the Aubrey, uh, the Aubrey. I, I got I got suckered into it and stuff. I didn't, I didn't it was watch in, that. Somebody threw it in the group chat, whatever, and then I mentioned it and stuff with it. I'm like, yo, y'all throw this in the group chat and shit like again, I'm out. Yeah. So when it came to this, it wasn't in the group chat. Someone it was, it was someone and stuff I knew. She she made me what she said. She said, "Can you believe this shit?" And she sent it to me and stuff. And I was like, "I told her don't send me no shit like that and stuff again." Uh I seen it. Wasn't a fan. This is countless going to happen over and over again. Not just that I can't breathe, but cops taking a black person's life. When I seen it. Several thousands of thoughts came through my head and stuff, and my brain is weird like that. Yeah. I think one thing came through was, um, I'm like, how come you need so many people on the one dude? So my dude must be huge. Right. So right. the footage I seen was first a choking thing and stuff, whatever, and then like other videos of surfaces, like, you know, before when they just put him in cuffs right. and everything. Yeah, he, yeah. Towered, he towered over, like, especially the Asian, the Asian cop. Yeah. Towered over him. And I was looking at him like, why would you need so many people and stuff to hold one dude down? But then I thought about like, okay. And one thing came to mind was I think there was one dude, a cop tried to restrain a dude, like bring him to the squad car to throw cuffs on him. Yeah. And the dude hit like a Barry Sanders little juke and just took off running. And the right. cops couldn't catch him. Two right. cops right. couldn't catch him yeah. and stuff, yeah. whatever. So I'm like, I guess you're assuming this guy might outrun you guys or might power you, overpower you. Yeah. So this is why you need so many guys and stuff to hold them down and stuff. And then when the thing happened, awful. I had nothing positive to say about it after that, whatever. So I don't try to come with the negativity. It, it just rubbed me the wrong way. But I'm like, what do you? What else do you expect to happen? We don't vote. 
we don't do some type of things and stuff whatever. We have the power. We don't utilize our power. Like I said, I'm a gamer. You know the rules of the game. You're only allotted like so many type of techniques and things you can do within a video game. Right. Your goal is to beat that video game by the rules that they give you. Right. They've given us rules that we have to vote. They've given us rules that we should support each other. They've given us certain type of things and stuff. Yes, we know that the rules of the game and stuff is that they've done so many things systematically to suppress us, to stop us from doing other things and all the above. Yeah. We know the rules. Yeah. That doesn't make it like, okay, we know the rules, so we're not going to play the game. Right. Then we're not going to get any better. Right. This is going to continue on and stuff. Whatever. So when I seen it, I'm like, I said to the person, I'm like, I hope you don't think this is the last of many. She's like, there's going to be a racial war that's going to go down and stuff in America. I'm like, there always is. Yeah. And this is not the last of it and stuff, whatever, right? So the whole situation rubbed me the wrong way. Not a fan. I feel like, uh, was I distraught? Was I sad? Was I sad? Was I upset? I don't want to say I come to a point where I'm jaded, but I feel like it's stuff whatever. It was just kind of like a, like I was saying, like a damn, another situation like this took place again. So I want to say, in a weird way, my brain is normalizing situations like this. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, for me, it's not even the fact that it's, it's we're normalizing situations like this. Mm-hmm. Um, the timing of everything for me personally, because unless in, in a weekend we had three incidents, mm-hmm. we had the lady calling calling the police on the black guy in the park, right? We had um, the other woman. I think it was the same weekend who. Did something to a special needs child and then said it was black people who did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And then and then we have then we have this, right? And mm-hmm. I'm saying, I'm like, in a time where just last, like just the weekend before, our focus was on trying to stay alive during COVID-19. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This weekend, it's like. COVID-19 is nowhere to be found in the news at all. It's all about race and race rioting. I mean, people are already wearing masks to protect themselves from COVID. <laughs> people out there, so, you I know, mean, kudos to those. It's kind of like they already have to ready to riot. Kudos to those who are out there in, the, in their, their masks on, still keeping that, that you know, that, that threat alive. Because it's, I don't, it hasn't gone anywhere. Oh, I don't, a- I don't think it's gone anywhere. Mm. It's just the fact that now, here it is that we haven't we we have an issue that, in my opinion, shouldn't supersede COVID nineteen. Yes, it sh- it shouldn't. It we should know it not. will, but it shouldn't. You're right. It shouldn't. But I I feel like it still aligns with COVID nineteen because if the whole thing is about social distancing, how do you social distance riot? <laughs> like. I see, I see tons of people and stuff like breaking into like the Gucci stores and all these other stores that's been closed down for COVID purposes. Yeah. And they're like right next to each other trying to shatter the glass and try to get into these places. I'm like, that's not social distancing. But what the fuck does Marv know? All right. Well, since you brought that up, let's talk. Let's let's talk about what, what what's your thought about about looting, about this whole looting part. 
Uh, I'm not a fan of the looting thing um, in the poor black areas. Because <laughs> I, I, I want to say, yo, if you're looting in like some... Yeah. If it was to happen here in Toronto, if you're looting in Yorkville, I mean, you do your thing. Here's my thing. Because the businesses in your local area right. are people most of the time from your area. Right. Most yes. of the time. Most of the time. Like 85% of the time is most of the time is that other people or stuff they live from outside area and just build business Come stuff in. into Come the in. area right. or whatever, right? Those businesses that get hurt are the local businesses, the people from the area and everything. I think there's one guy, he said he saved his whole life savings and stuff, went into open up a restaurant. Yeah. Restaurant bar, and they did that there, and he was just in tears and just devastated and everything like that. He was another black man, just like George was a black man and everything, just trying to make some, just trying to make ends meet. Here's my thing. I think when I see looting, I just think of it as an, an opportunistic crime. I don't think for me it has nothing to do with protesting. Mm-mm. It has nothing to do with with justice. It just all it has to do with I wanted those sneakers from last two years from now. Some shit is going on. Now's my opportunity to get those damn sneakers. Right. You know what I mean? And it's it's to the point where it takes a it it takes away from what we're trying to accomplish more than it adds adds to it. Absolutely. Right. Um, and it's just, and it's how do you get, how do you get poor and disenfranchised people to understand that, that, hey, it's doing, you know, you're looting for the stuff that you may need, that you may want, that you probably couldn't get otherwise, Mm -hmm. but it's not beneficial on the overall the overall scheme of things is not beneficial. That's creative conversation for you. How do you get poor people to understand that that's not the way? If you have nothing, if you have nothing and yeah. you realize you take something, you go kind of from nothing to something, though. So if I have zero dollars and zero cents in my name, I take it like two TVs, right? And I find a way to sell and flip these two TVs. Say I sell TVs for like fifty bucks a piece. I now have a hundred dollars. Well, this is what I'm saying. I mean. And like, and I go back to say, like, it has absolutely nothing to do with what we're, what we're fighting for, what we're protesting absolutely. for. I agree with that. But at the same time, I'm look. I'm gonna look at it as opportunity knocks. If I'm somebody who's poor, right? Mm-hmm. This could be a way that can give me some sort of come up leverage. Yeah. I'm not gonna say that I I wouldn't be involved. Right. I'm not gonna say that, right? Right. So it's like, how? So now, how do you come to that point where you say to you say to the to the to the poor or the the less fortunate, saying, "Yeah, I understand that this could be a come up. This could help you with your come up, but it's not the way. It's actually interfering with what we're trying to accomplish over here." You just gotta say it to that camera. That's it. It's not the way. What we're trying to accomplish over here. This whole looting is and, and, and burning shit down. We may it, it may make us feel good at the moment, but it it solves absolutely nothing. It solves absolutely nothing. So what are the ideas, right? So I mean, when this raises when this is raised, I've I'm always at the standpoint, and I heard um I can't remember who the gentleman was, but I heard him raise this point. They're saying 
why why the black race or black people are constantly disrespected the way we are. And his thing was playing up straight the way I always think, because we have no economical power. We have no we have no economic structure that says, hey, we are a valuable player on the world market, right? Mm. And if we decide not to play, the market is affected. Chinese, they have economic power, right? Okay, give me a definition of economic power before you go in. When because I say economic power, we we don't we we don't own anything. We can't. So we don't own anything. Okay. We can't. We can't survive. But we spend our dollars we, more than any other. Well, no, 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 no. That is correct. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm just trying to get clear. We have, we have capital. We mm. have capital. We have capital. We yeah. don't have economic power. Okay. Two different things. Right. Right. So we can buy whole, and that's why I said we make. Yeah, we we make the economy turn. We mm-hmm. just don't make the economy turn for us. Right? Mm-hmm. So now, because we don't make the economy turn for us, we don't have power in that, that stratosphere. If if the Asian, if you pick on the Asian, uh, if you pick on an Asian today, right? Mm-hmm. And piss off the entire Asian community. And it gets back to China. And China decides to say, well, either you treat us better. Oh, or we're going to shut down the market until you treat us better. You know what's going to happen? Market shut. They're going to start treating... They they're not, they're not going to let the market shut. So they're going to... They're going to start treating the, those people better. Hmm. That's a new way to look at it. We have things... U.S. has people with it. The U.S. has a, a section, what they call economic hitmen. Okay. When a country is not playing by their, their rules and not playing in, in the stratosphere that the economics flows properly, mm-hmm. they send in they send in their provocateurs, they send in their people economic to, to, to go destabilize the country. So now economics put in somebody who's gonna make economics works. And if that's all they care about, at the end of the day, that's all it is. The bottom line capital. Is, is is capital, right? Right. So one of the things I suggested was. Well, how do we fight? Well, how do we fight this power? I said, well, we gotta, we gotta hit them with the only thing that they care about. You could kill six, seven, ten, twenty dozen cops. They just gonna hire new cops. That's not going to stop them from doing what they're doing. But make it one Friday, where every black person in North America says, "I ain't buying a single thing." I ain't spending a single dollar, right? Mm. Unless it's within my unless it's within my community. And those who I spend it with in my community, they're not spending it outside of that community. So make it be that, you know, the Thursday we gotta we gotta supply up everything, make sure everything is good. Mm. We do that, right? On top of it, if we're really serious and saying, hey, we are not going to buy anything. And I picked a Friday. I said, make it be Black Friday. Because Black Friday is a Friday where companies are racing 
to get that bottom line before the year's end. You know, we like togetherness though. That Friday can be the Friday. But this is what this is that what I'm Friday. saying. Okay. This is what I'm saying. This is where we have to find it within ourselves to say, been hey, that for the longest. this is where we gotta find it in ourselves, Mark, because as much as we love a deal, they know we love a deal. They know everybody loves a deal. That's why they give us Black Friday. They're not trying to help us out. They're just trying to get rid of shit that they're supposed to get rid of before the end of the year is up to hit those books, make those books look nice and pretty, right? So let's say now you pick that Black Friday and you say, all the black people in North America, shit, if we can get, get it worldwide to pop, we get it worldwide to pop, where you don't spend a single dollar. Then you say to himself, not only we're not spending a single dollar, but every black person stay home that day. You don't go to work. You don't buy gas. You don't move. Don't buy gas. No, no. I, I like it. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. I like it. I like it. Think of that Friday. Think of that one Friday alone, what that would do to the economy. Just make it once a month. We should. Speaking once more. We should until until our demands are met. This is how we. This is how once we fight them. This once is how we fight them because they don't understand anything else but capitalism. Once a month, I'm with it. This Friday, I won't spend a single cent. I fill up on gas, do what I have to do, and everything like that. And Friday, I go to work. My my tank is already full. This is I'm not like sense. there's got to be a way now where we can we stand in unity and do this. I mentioned this with, I mentioned this with the um when gas prices was going up. I said yo, they they raise gas prices because we allow them to we allow them to do we give them the power to do that mm-hmm. right. But I I simply said if we pick Shell one Friday mm-hmm. right or we just said at, uh, uh, each day of the week and I mean we got maybe what. Three or four top dogs, gas-wise in Canada. I don't know how many is in the U.S. A few, yeah. A few, yeah. right? But if you, let's say there's five or more, mm-hmm. right? Five days of the week, if you boycott one a day, right? And not and don't buy anything from that. Yo, they're going to feel it. Of course. Any company would. Any company would. Any company would. And then now they're going to scratch their head and they're going to be like, well, why are you buying this? Well, your gas is too high. Lower your gas price. So now, while he's feeling it, the other guys, they're making off okay because you're still buying gas from them. But then their day comes by, and they're feeling it. So now they got to rethink the situation. Well, why are they doing this to us? Well, we think gas is too high. Lower your gas prices, and then we'll start buying gas to you. You got to hit them where it counts. They don't care about dying people in the street. That's probably less per... That's probably less taxes... That you gotta the less money that you gotta spend, mm-hmm. less this, that, and the third you gotta worry about. The one less they already trying to depopulate, say they don't really care. You should make this into one of your TikTok challenges, then it should be a TikTok. Yeah, I, I, I mind you, I've seen a few people. I, I I mentioned it maybe a week or so ago, and then I seen um I think two days ago, I think I seen somebody posted uh tip had the same idea. Mm. Right? He was calling for somebody to, uh, I think it was uh, uh, sometime in July, July the 7th or July. One of those, uh, there's a date in July where, they, where he's calling for black people to not to spend any money at all. I'm down with the first Friday of the month. 
I'm first, I'm, first Friday of the month? I'm down with it. I won't spend zero dollars. I'm down with it. I will buy what I need to buy on a Thursday, and if I need to pick up anything, I'll wait till the Saturday. That's it. That's it. And we'll, but, we'll call it our Black Friday. But we but there's gotta be a way where we're we are we are like we made the we made the world go around. Like we, we spend. Ain't nobody who spent as much as we do. We do. Reach one, teach one. We have a platform. We, ain't nobody it. spent as much money as we do. So if we want to create change, then we gotta make it, we, we gotta do it where it makes sense. Does it? Yeah. Shit, if you really want to make sense out of it, somebody form an institution and all that money that you thought you were going to spend that day, put it to that institution. No, but that's what I'm saying. You have a Friday, right? Like you're saying, you have the Friday. We'll say the first Friday of the month. And you know for a fact it's a black-owned business. Yeah. And that's where you only spend your money. So if it came to an emergency purpose and stuff, whatever, where... You might need toilet paper. You forgot to pick up toilet paper and stuff, whatever. Why not go to a mom and pop little bodega, corner store type of shop and just spend it, whatever. Damn, it might be expensive and everything like whatever, but you're only putting the money to them. To them. To the black business. That's it. I like it. I like it. That's it. It's it's not a protest. It's not a protest. And even the non-blacks can support it. Even the non-blacks can support it, but what that really does is make people now the 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 big wigs, the Fortune five hundred companies start looking at black companies. Start looking at black companies. Not only that, start looking at police and say, "Hey, you're costing us." Mm-hmm. I dig it. I dig it. How do you feel about CNN getting arrested on TV? Man, listen. You know, it's, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be laughing. I mean, but some of the shit that I see, you is, gotta laugh, is, man. Is, Tupac said you gotta find a way to smile within the dark it's times. It's comical, man. It's comical. I mean, first it, of all, they arrested the darkest person in the group first. Let me just. You knew that it. was gonna happen because he was the ring leader. <laughs> but I was like Omar, Omar Jimenez. I was like, with a name like Omar, he was going down first. Yeah, yeah he was going yeah, down first. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah, Omar. You went down first. Yeah, he was, he was Then the producer, first. and then other people, the crew, then a the cameraman, and then the cops walked off with the cameras. I was watching the whole thing. Cause it was early morning. Oh, the cops walked off with the camera yeah, too? Yeah, so it was early morning and stuff, whatever, because sometimes I wake up before Jesus, and sometimes I don't. So it was on Friday and stuff and everything like that. And I was like, all right, let's get this day over with. And, you know, I'm drinking my tea and everything like that. And then somebody tried to live stream it. Mm. So I was like, what? And it was trying to live stream through WhatsApp. Okay. <laughs> so it took me right to, to the thing and stuff, whatever. And it was in the middle of things. So like, I missed it. I missed most of it. Right. So I just see, like, this person go off, this person go off, and everything like that. So I'm like, I want to see the rest of it. But then, like, around 9 a.m., the full beginning piece came, that, came that, that I missed, that I was missed, like, came back. Right. I was like, ain't this about a bitch? So it was 6 o'clock our time, 6 o'clock in the morning our time on Friday. Yeah. Five something their time because they're mountain time. Minnesota's in the you know time zones and everything like. And I was laughing. Right. I was like, I was like, and it makes you wonder, like, what what's the mandate that's being being given? Everybody, because yeah, you know, Minnesota's fucked with no lubrication. Because after this, after this, yo, they got a lot to answer for. Before the CNN, I was watching this. Um, I was watching this clip on IG, uh-huh. right? And it was this. You seen the same clip? The lady news reporter. 
she she crossed over. You can hear like she she was there with her cameraman. You know, you can hear her talking to somebody back in the studio, another lady back in the studio. The lady back in the studio is saying, you know, asking her what's going on. And she's like, Yeah, I think we're I think we're good here. Oh, pepper popping patty. Pepper popping patty. lit her ass up. She, she was like, um, yeah, I think we're good here. We just I guess we you know we're we're on the other side of the barrier. Now she's going to. It ain't safe. She's it ain't going safe. to report or the black people. or the white girl. She's going to report people. And she's walking towards the scene, and all, all of a sudden, all I care is, ow, ooh, ow, ow, ooh, ow. Mm-hmm. Then, I seen the gun turn towards the cameraman, and I just seen fire from the nozzle. I'm like, oh shit. They're shooting at the new school. Right. At the same time, I'm saying that in my head, the reporter's like, they're shooting at us. They're shooting at us. And I'm saying, but you don't know who is who. And that's the thing, though, because it's kind of like, <laughs> yo, salute to Insecure. I was watching Insecure one day and stuff with her, and like the girl do a block party. Yeah. And when the whole block party thing was popping off, she thought one of her people was like, oh, the press is here. So she assumed the press was like local news, possible cable news, and right. everything like that, right. whatever. And, and she's like, oh, so when, what time should I expect to see this on the news? She's like, oh, no, nah, girl, I'm working my Instagram channel and stuff, whatever. This is just for my Instagram. So you don't know who's credible and who's not. When, as much as now you're in a hostile situation where everything over there is hostile, you turn your back, and this area might not be hostile. I get that, Mom. I get that. But there's but. a difference between... You, you and I as a blogger versus a news crew. Is it? Yeah, because Is the it? news crew, they got the big shoulder cam with the big news logo on it. She hold the mic with the big news logo on it. You understand? Mm-hmm. So We got a flag on our microphone. Yeah, I but mean, guess it, what? Ain't no problem to get a camera that, that's small enough to kind of... Did you see how big the camera was? You didn't see how big the camera but was. But guess though. what? You're out there on the street, right? Mm-hmm. You pick out the particle sun's logo on the mic, the, the, the mic, right? Right. Same time, you pick up another person out there with a camera, mm-hmm. and they got City TV, they got City TV on their mic flag. Right. right? We already know who City TV is. Right. Without even questioning. We know that's the news. We know who CNN is. But that's what I'm saying. You, like I said, from a human standpoint and stuff, or, or from a defensive standpoint and yeah. stuff, whatever, if you got Hostiles over here, hostiles over there, and you got friendlies over here and stuff, whatever, but then there's more hostiles over here. You might strike at whatever. I think the mandate is to strike at whatever. Pretty much. I think they know it's CNN that they're shooting at. Hope. Hope. <laughs> Hope. I think they do know. We can't, we, you can't speak. I can't speak for nobody. I think they, I think, I can't speak I think the nobody. mandate is, listen, Keep everybody, including the press, because we, the, the the press is going to report unbiasedly. Absolutely, unbiasedly, Absolutely. everybody, right? everybody's so, going to write a report. Shit, if you're going to do something that not, that need to be underneath the, underneath the radar, then you got to keep the press away too. But everybody's press now. Well, thank God everybody pressed. Well, this is America. The, the fact that everybody pressed now is why we why we're in this situation. This is the camera. Everybody's press. Everybody is press. Hey, what are you doing over there with your knee on the man's neck? By the way, whoever was it, the chick was it the chick who was recording the thing? Yeah, bro, I don't like that chick. I do not like that chick. 
I'm gonna tell you why. Real talk. Mm. I'd rather take the charge and stuff, whatever, to try and attempt yeah. to save yeah. than, than to just sit there and make more murder porn. We've been glorifying this murder porn, whatever. The six, the, 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 the XXX Tentacion dude, whatever, the triple X Tentacion dude, yeah. when he died, there was cameras all in his face, whatever, his lifeless body. We've been doing this thing too much. Like, that, it, it, this, I'd rather take the charge. Take the charge. I think we got to realize that there's... There's strength in numbers, and if we all move in one accord, then it's impossible to stop us. Because I, I, during that whole episode, I seen a couple people, like, they wanted to walk towards it, and then the one Asian cop kept coming like this, and then people kept backing away from the Asian cop. And I'm like, yo, kick me, there's Bruce. more of you. Kick me, Bruce. There's more of you than I'd rather him. you to kick me. I'd rather you to kick me to know, I tried. I tried. You went to jail. They, they's like, Marv, we took... Marv, you went to jail and stuff, whatever. What did you think you were to do? Try to save his life. That's the only reason why I got arrested. Yeah. I'd ra- I rather live with that title than to live with the fact that I just have the phone there to record and watch this, and now I uploaded this stuff to the world to show this. Take me to jail. Fuck it. Next question. That's me. That's what I said. We- That's it. Um... Let's talk about the Toronto situation. Let's talk about the local shit. Because normally we start with the locally, but this is a worldwide thing. It's not just a North American thing. It's a worldwide thing because everybody knows COVID is still going on, like you said. Right, yeah. But they're looking at, especially like in America, like, y'all got time to riot? Y'all got time to not practice social distance with this? Yeah. And everybody's fear is the second wave? Yeah. Regis, Korchinski, Paquette. Young lady was, so the story, okay, the story that came out and stuff, whatever, is that her mother called police. Yes. On her. Right. Her mother said she was, she had mental issues. She had mental, she had a mental break and her mom couldn't tame her. So that's the reason why she called police. Right. After she called police, the police went inside. The mother stayed outside. The police went in to go deal with her and everything. And after that, the young lady, certain things happened. We don't know. Still in the air. Right. Went over the balcony. Right. She went over the balcony and was killed. To the cops' words, she jumped. To the family and friends, they said the cops pushed her or aided her to kill herself. Right. Whatever, right? And they right. said, what they know of her, it, 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 it seems out of her character. Right. The fact that the mom and stuff, whatever, called and everything, like whatever, it's already out of her character and stuff. It's beyond the mom's control. Right. We're in a situation now, I feel, my opinion, that we have a gray area. We don't know what went down, but we want to claim it's foul play. If I can be the first dirtbag and stuff, whatever, to be crucified, if it does prove that the cop... Chucked her over the balcony and stuff, whatever, by all means. Yeah. I'll be the first dirtbag and stuff to eat these words and stuff again. I have no problem doing that, whatever. But my thing and stuff is that when do we react? Do we react when we get all the information or part of the information? Well, I mean, see, and that's just the that's the thing with me. I didn't react right away. Right. Because Okay, so first and foremost, how I heard about it, Mm -hmm. somebody sent me the post of the brother. 
Oh, so, the person knows the brother or something like that? So I, I guess the, I don't know if the person knew the brother, but the brother was on either IG Live or one of them, and he was at the scene. He was walking around with a phone in his hand saying, they murdered my sister. They murdered my sister. This is what's happening right now in Toronto. This mm-hmm. is what's happening right now in Toronto. This is happening all over the world. Mm-hmm. My sister, she just, she was, she was thrown over the 21st floor, mm-hmm. right? Um... They're saying this, that, and a, this, that, and a third. She's a Christian. She would never take her life. We don't do those things. That's what he said. That's what the brother said. I was like, Christians don't commit suicide? That's what the brother all said. All right, all right, cool right? things, cool things. Run it, run it. So again, you know, first thing that came to my mind was, oh, shit, this is happening here because... Everybody's focusing on George and the riots from George. This is this gotcha. was this was going on, right? Right. And right. the way how we the way how he was how he was speaking, mm. he was speaking with with the conviction that he knew one hundred percent for sure. Mm-hmm. This is what happened, mm-hmm. right? And again, this is early, so nobody knows the particulars. We're only just going by what gentleman has said, right? Right. right. First questions that came to my mind though was, okay. Because he said there was a multitude of police up in the apartment, right. right? So I'm saying, well, usually when police are called to a scene, it'll be one or two, right? If there's a group of people being called called to a scene, then, then it's a situation where one or two can't handle. Right. Right? So I'm like, okay, so what is the situation that one or two cannot handle? Mm-hmm. That we don't know. That is a that we don't know, right? What transpired in that 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 apartment? The only people are gonna know are the police, and unfortunately, the young lady Regis, right. who's who's now passed. You know what I mean? Other than that, we only know facts leading up to the situation, mm-hmm. and the body after. Right. Right. Okay. So no. So all right. So let's start talking about this. The the stuff leading up to the situation. The police were there because the mom called the police. Correct. There. Right. Right. The mom called the police there because she was unable to control her daughter. Her daughter. Correct. Right. So now. For me, it becomes a situation of were the police able to control her? Probably or not. not. Probably not. Probably not. But that's what I'm saying. When do we react as people? Well, that's what I said. That's what I said. Because I, wasn't, my, I wasn't willing to re I wasn't really willing to react because I don't know and what I, it and, was. And I agree. I agree. I agree as stuff as that. I wouldn't react. I wouldn't react to stuff for her. And so quick, yes, black girl. White police. Racial war or racial war brewing in North America. The narrative is sexy. Hands down. Yeah. The narrative is sexy and stuff people will follow. Right. You follow a sexy chick, that's what happens. The narrative is sexy and stuff like that, whatever. My opinion, you wait till you get as much as information as possible before you react. Right. The family spoke to, I guess, like a lawyer, and then the lawyer spoke to the media like a day or two after? Yes. Two days later, wasn't it? 
Yeah, I believe it was two about, days. About two days. About yeah. two days later and stuff, whatever, anything like that. And the lawyer still didn't let off that much information and stuff, whatever. But when that, I guess when that brother took took to social media and everything like that, yeah. whatever. That was like the day, wildfire. The day of. The day of. Wildfire. That, that was the wildfire. day Wildfire. Yeah. I looked, everything Toronto-based and stuff was off her. Yeah. And spread like wildfire and stuff. And I didn't know what was going on. Well, like I said, I first, somebody sent me the clip first, mm, right. right? And after they sent, it's like, I, w- I want to say it literally maybe 10 to 15 minutes after they sent me the clip. Right. I started seeing it up on IG, like piling up, piling up on IG, this, that, and the third. I didn't even know her name by that point. So when people were saying her actual name, mm-hmm. I had to make two and two together to say, okay, this was the clip that I got I got earlier. Right, right. Right? Um, this was happening before... I got the clip before even any news got there. Any news reports. Right, right. This is the brother on the scene reporting it. Mm. Right, so again, it's a situation where you now you just don't know because we know how cops can be, so we can't swear for the cops. We're not swearing for nobody. You don't swear for nobody. At the same time, we we have, we're not privy to know what went on. In that situation, it's not like the Georgia where we physically seen what happened. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think we react, or people and stuff in general, they react when they don't have that much of the information. And that's the scary thing and stuff, whatever, because it's even, it even comes to a point, I want to say, well, riots aren't kicking off here for her, but when they're protesting and they're going in and stuff, whatever, on the police, how do you protest something when you don't have all the information on something? And and it's and, the same- I, and I'm trying and see, and this is what I'm trying to figure out. Are they trying to figure out what I'm trying to figure out is what is it that they're actually protesting? Are they are they protesting because they feel that it's a white cop killing a black girl, throwing off a balcony? Okay, are they protesting that, or are they are they protesting the way? the situation was is handled. Because if I'm looking at it, if you're protesting the by, by the way the situation is handled, then I can understand that, mm-hmm. right? If if you're a crisis unit, right, and you're going up to the... You, you're going to look for somebody on the 21st floor who you've already been given information on that's belligerent, mm-hmm. right? I'm, a cri- I'm part of a crisis team, Right? First thing I first thing I'm looking at is my surrounding areas. How can this person harm themselves or harm me? Right? Right, right. So if I know this person is not stable, I'm put I'm posting somebody at the balcony door. Depends. Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta, you gotta scope out the scene. You scoping out the scene and you're assessing anything scope that can, can, can possibly because right, you're right. dealing with somebody who is mentally unstable. Right, right, right. So the first thing that should come to your head is. Shit, I'm on the 21st floor. I got to get by run, the balcony. People run and dive off balconies all the time. Absolutely. So let me, you know what? Let me block this and make sure that this is not a way that this lady is going to do anything. I get... No, I... like what, what, That I can see. If you're arguing with... If you're arguing with from that perspective, I can see that. I don't think they're arguing from that perspective. Okay. From the stuff that I've seen and stuff that on CB24 to, like, social media and everything, they're not. It's not for that because they're arguing because from NC- the they're arguing from the perspective that they flat out killed this right. They that, that's that's, killed, that's what they're arguing the perspective lady. and stuff. Because see, and my thing is stuff is just like when I'm watching 
I remember, I never forget, and I use Tony Romo and stuff, whatever it is. I know it's not football time and stuff. I kind of miss football. It's going to come back. It's going to come back. But I heard basketball coming back too. Basketball coming back too yeah. in Disney World. <laughs> yeah. I buy stock in Disney. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> um, there's a part where Tony Romo said, You guys watching or commentating on what we're doing on the field compared to being live and direct in the situation are two different worlds. Oh, yeah. Tony Romo, who's now a commentator and stuff, whatever, said, you guys don't understand the fathom, the pressure, the weight of everything and stuff, what's going on in live time right. from that situation. Right. And that, those words, like I said, don't focus on the jewelry, focus on the jewels. Like, you don't worry about the jewelry store. Yeah. You focus on the jewels. The words itself is very, very powerful because let's say he, let's say he or she, crisis negotiator and stuff, walks in there. She's already by the balcony door. How do you get set person to come away from the balcony door to another part in an apartment? Right. We don't know. We don't know. And that's the thing. So my thing and stuff is that you can't blame the people who are trying to do their job. And this is this, but I think they just removed that because remember you have a badge brotherhood and then you got civilians. Yes. Whatever, right? And because the badge brotherhood is not snitching or oh, not snitching. Yeah, they they, they ain't snitching. They no, ain't no, snitching. No, 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 no. But if you have a secret society, yeah. you're not telling nobody about your secret society. Right. Yeah. Whatever, right? Yeah. You have, like that's it. That's your secret realm, your secret world, and you and your bodies and stuff operate there. If they're not in there, they're not meant they're not meant to know. Right. So I, I get it. I, I understand the stuff on both sides. But and like I said, to, to know for a fact that if it was to take place where these people stuff chucked this girl off the balcony and stuff for that and she was already mentally unstable, that would suck a whole bunch more. And my heart. Still Dude, goes out to the family. It's in- insane. 100% my heart goes out to the family. Still goes out to the family. You still lost a level. And again, it's like, and, th- and, this is the, and this is the fucked up situation about it. Because at the end of the day, we know how police are. Mm-hmm. So to, for, to even suggest something that, it's not, far, it's not, not out of the reach. Not it's not out of the reach. It's not far-fetched. It's not out of the reach. It's not far-fetched. I agree. I fully agree. Uh, real quick again, rapper Houdini shot and killed in downtown Toronto. Are black men safe? Period. Yeah, as long as you're not a rapper. You think? Uh, dude. Mm, George wasn't a rapper. He was a porn star. Oh, okay. Well, all right. In Toronto. <laughs> oh. So... In America, you you just you, you know, ain't safe as regular black men. But if you're a rapper in, in Toronto, then you 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 yeah yeah. All right, so yeah, my official bootleg rapper dream just died. No 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 no, curb that to the side. Yeah yeah, yeah. That's definitely because you know I rather that to die than for me to die. So we'll use that. What about Toronto Sun, are you gonna cancel? Are we canceling Toronto Sun? We live in cancel culture now. People feel irate about what they said. Who made Houdini disappear? Yeah, um, I can't really cancel anything that I I, I don't follow. I used to get Toronto Sun. They got the Sunshine Girls. Yeah, but it kind of went it kind of went south even with the Sunshine Girls. Yeah, yeah, the quality, the quality, quality kind of went south. So I I gotta stop. You know, what I mean, messing with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's in, it's insensitive. It's fucked up. They know what they did. They know what they said, but. The I narrative. Mean, they're trying to sell the narrative. They're trying to sell the narrative, right? And and it's, there's they're owned by who are they owned by. 
I don't know, but they're owned by somebody. They're owned by so they're, they're, they're they're part of a uh, they're part of a conglomerate. Mm-hmm. So that's why I notice when I notice because usually sometimes when somebody does something foul, another paper will take the advantage, or a competitor will take the the, the advantage to pick on them mm-hmm. and so forth. Like I didn't see nobody jump up and say, "Hey, these guys were dis- disgusting." That's because they're pretty much owned by the same, same people company. that own the competitors. Gotcha. So. I, I at some point I was like, yeah, they're not gonna, you know, what I mean, they're not gonna go against this, they're not gonna look out against this. They're owned by the same people who who own the news channels, you know. What I mean? So we're not gonna hear they them speak to the media and then they we, work yeah, with the cops. Exactly. They, okay. It's the system. It's the system, man. <laughs> and that know, word's overused too much within it, black folks. It, it is, but it's it's like if you don't know what the system is by now. <laughs> I still don't know what the fuck the system is. Whatever, it's everything we ate. That's what I get. Oh. It's everything we ate, bro. I don't hate too much. I don't hate too much. I I know one day I could be eating. No, soon. no, 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 not that that we hate. It's everything we ate. Oh, we ate. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's facts. It's everything we ate. Yeah, somebody's like, "Oh, what are you eating?" I'm like, "Frosted flakes." It's made by the system, my youth. The system. They want you to eat that. Cornflakes is supposed to eat what you eat. I'm like, yo, you know, they sprinkle white on top of it. They're they like, trying to tell you something, Mark. Shit. They're trying to tell you something. They want you to get covered with the cocaine <laughs> evidence. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yo, when... My question to you is, when do we talk to our black children about the police? I mean, you have tons of situations and stuff going on within the world. Now, your children are a lot older. Some people are probably listening because they have their young, their own young children and stuff and everything like that. And to help prevent, I want to say another Tamir Rice situation. I want to say is when your, your child reaches that age um, where they leave the house by themselves. Okay, so we're saying like possibly like school, like five, six? Mm, no, nah, I'd probably say like closer to like maybe like 10, 11. 10, 11? Yeah. But some kids, their parents might let them play outside like seven, eight years old. Yeah, right? but when I, when I mean like when you, you finally able to leave the house, like when you're go, you're going somewhere. Like you're going to take the bus to go meet with your friends. Right, you're, and not, you're not super, you're not, uh, okay. there's no super adult no supervision happening. You just, you know what I mean? You know, you're going to go hang out with your friends. You go to the movies. You traveling by yourself. Right. Because, you know, once you're at that realm, you pretty much got to, you have to depend on yourself. True. Yeah, certain things that you got to know, certain situations you got to know how to, you got to know how to avoid or know what to do when you get into, right? I agree. And I want to say, you know, most racist police, the age of 10, you walking by yourself, they're going to look at you. Kind of. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I want to say from, from that age on coming up, if they feel like you ain't got no business to be anywhere, they're going to they gonna look at you. They're going to ask you where you go. They're going to ask you all kinds of questions, this, that, and the third. So I think by at that age is when you want to start preparing them to, you know, don't be surprised no, I'm thinking, because <clears throat> you're right, though, because hear me out. 
when I used to live in Miami, it was a group of black kids, us, and we had that one Asian friend, my boy Benji. Yeah. And we went to a convenience store and stuff for the, like after school, and they focused everything on Benji, not us. And we're looking like, we were just shocked. I'm like, why? He, and the store owner's like, watch the Asian one, watch the Asian one. So I'm like, why? And he said, Asian one had to do something to prove to the black kids <laughs> yeah, why he should he be with the stripes. black kids. Yeah, he yeah, had to get yeah, his stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was looking like, the fuck? Yes, that's so true. He's like, I don't care. And he said, I don't care if you guys are 10 years old or not, what everything. He's like, he's like, I'm watching you, kid. And he looked at me and I was like, shit. They don't but do, I'm like, they don't that do. was a racist thing to say, yet true in some aspect. But then I'm looking at it and stuff is like, yeah, I guess at age 10, yeah, we had no adult supervision. Two and four come from school. Two and four going to school, right? So, yeah, I, I can it's, work with it's that. It's easy for you to be walking, and the police should just pull you over and stop and just start, start, yeah, start asking start, yeah. questions. So, so I'm saying around and around that, that's probably the age where you want to kind of start, you know, preparing them for. Hey, this is what may happen to you. This mean you know, it doesn't. They this can nec- kill you. This doesn't necessarily have to be the police. Right. It could just be someone who just looks at you as some young black kid up to no good. And want to approach you. So you got to be able to prepare yourself. George Zimmerman. George Zimmerman. You got to be prepared for for situations like this and know that, you know what I mean? Yeah, the world, the entire world might not be out to get you, but there's some people who are who are not going to be for you or, or, or you know what I mean, good for your, 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 your life, period. True. Um, I mean, always, it, you know, stuff like that always brings me back to the point where Yes, your 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 story is funny because we I have a similar one with me and my my boy Swift. We were you know we had the day off from school. Swift knew this this um I can't remember this this just Asian chick named May. I mm-hmm. think her name was May. She used to like me, mm-hmm. right? So when they when they were doing um this was during uh. I had co-op classes, so I wasn't in school for like half the day. Half the day, I'd be at home if I'm not at co-op. Oh, is this the shoplifter chick? It's the shoplifting chick, right? Hey, May, I'm looking for a Gucci belt, just in case. Continue. So I'm at home chilling, you know what I mean? Swift calls me. He's like, yo, May's here. You know, May's really feeling you, this, that, and the third. They want to go on the the road and stuff like that. Now, to me, May was always the fly chick. That had the fly gear, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know May was g- killing it like that. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I I just figured people got money. She got, you know, her parents got money. So right, you right. buy her again, stuff like that. So when he, when Swift was telling me what's going on and so forth like that, I was like, again, I ain't working. Right. So you went. I ain't got no loot. The stuff that I wanted. I ain't gonna act like you know. what I mean, I'm gonna shy away and turn my head from from stuff like this. Right, you know what right. I mean, like it is. It is what it is at that time of me me growing up. So we, I mean, we went on the road. We went on the road, and we literally, you know, anywhere that we went, it was literally just eyes on me and Steve as two young black males. Usual. And she just came up. Doing nothing. Absolutely doing nothing. 
and I, I, you know, just the one store. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the sports store, but the one sports store. Don't give them no name if they're not cutting the check. I can just remember just walking. Me, me, and my boy just walking in that that one sports store, and the the person working in it just followed me and Steve around the entire sports store, not noticing me and her other Asian friend going to town. Just like literally, like they, like they were so concerned of two young black teenagers mm-hmm. that they weren't noticing the store getting ripped to smithereens. Usual by two Asian teenagers, usual female teen- teenagers. Usual, and it's like. It just really makes you, it just really makes you think. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, my son could just be just, he could just be walking into a store to just look at sneakers that he might want. And he's already going to be looked at yeah. suspiciously. That's what I'm saying. When do we have the discussion today? Well, that's kids? what I'm saying. As soon as he, I know he's able to go out by himself, Done deal. I have that talk with him. Done deal. I have that talk with him. Yo, let me ask you this then. So, with that whole situation and stuff, whatever, right? Like how they're watching you and everything like that. Say you turned around and stuff with them. You said, "Are you watching me because I'm black?" And they say, "No, we're watching you because we have several thefts that happened in the store and everything like that." And you fit the description. Is that okay to drop the racist card in that situation? If they tell me I fit the description. So if they say no, they you don't fit the description, but they had a lot of thefts that happened and stuff in the store. As long as I'm not the only one that they're they're watching, watching, mm-hmm. then I can I can okay I can feel I can jive with that. Do you feel some people overuse their racial card? I call it the I black do. card. I do, I do. I think I, I you know I again I think it happens a lot of times in the situations where accountability should be had, and that person just doesn't want to take accountability, mm-hmm. so they find an excuse for it. So and, and the excuse would be the let's racist. Let's just let's let's face it. R- racist people has made racism a convenient card to draw if you get if if you need to draw it. Yes, but what if that's not the case? Then that's another false accusation. Yeah, if it's if it's not the case, it's a false accusation. Yes, but it's been it's been so many situations where. It, is the case it's almost like at what point who who believes that it's not the case i think we live in a world stuff where you're guilty to proven innocent well so i mean if somebody if somebody comes out here and stuff right now and says you're a pedophile right and you know for good known fact whatever that's that, not even in your realm that's not in my realm everybody's gonna stick with the fact that you've been called a pedophile and stuff for them so it's the same thing if they paint you with that racist red right and it's something like you're a racist and you're like you're not racist though and everything and they're like no 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 you're a racist. You just have to hug that. Yeah. Until you're proven innocent. Yeah. I think that right there in itself is like scary in itself. Because especially in times now, like to the Karens that's caught on camera and everything like that and everything. Right. And you see the side of the story. That's a racist look. Especially the one with, oh, the, with, the, one, with the, the one with the building. You don't live here. And the man's like, I have my key. I live here. Where do you live? You trying to follow me to my apartment? 
Racist. 100%. Racist. But as I'm saying, but you have a situation and stuff, whatever, that someone see a situation like that or see a video like that, they get enraged, and then a non-black person might look at them and stuff and like, what, I can't walk? Racist? Whoa. You just might fit a description, and I'm not comfortable with how you're looking because some people move shifty. I'm a, Some black people move shifty to me. Yeah. Some yeah. white people move shifty to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people, like, I, I, I seen the Asian dude and stuff for that all day. Not even to call him out and stuff, but I seen the Asian dude and stuff, whatever. And he walked around my car. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, right? Granted, I ain't gonna say what color car I got, whatever. My car is a different kind of color. And he walked around my car. I don't know what kind of purpose he walked around the car for. Listen, that's, but that's okay if you're doing that with everyone who looks shifty, regardless of their skin tone. I can rock with that because now I know, I, okay, it's, it has nothing to do with me and my skin tone. If they look it just shifty. Happens, I just happen to look shifty and you're looking out for that. Shit, I would look out for that. You look would look out for that. Si, bueno. All right? So, yeah, in a situation like that, then I'm not looking at it as a racist thing. I'm always looking at it. I'm always looking at it from the angle of what the person might be seeing. Right? That's what my thing is first. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That, that, that's the reason why I don't drop the car because, like I said, when the guy's walking around the car, he gave, like, a look like, I'm like, the fuck is he walking around my car? That's the first thing I said that went off in my head. I'm like, he might like the car. He might be interested in the car. He might was eyeing the car. Yeah. And everything like, but he, because he did like a little, like, he did like one of those little model looks like, hmm. Like, at first I wanted to yell out the window like, hey, this ain't the showroom though. But I'm like, you know what? Let it run. Listen, if I'm getting, if, 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 I'm getting into an elevator, right? Mm -hmm. Elevator hits ground. Elevator hits the eighth floor, right? I'm mm -hmm. going down to the to the ground, right? Mm -hmm. Elevator door opens up, right? There's a white female in there and a white male in there, right? And mm -hmm. The white male is he he ain't looking too he ain't looking too up and up. You got, you got that army tech? You got the army tech. You got the army tech. Back up, right? Back up. Mind your business. Right? Mind your business. But then, you know what I mean? He comes off on my floor. Mm -hmm. I get in the elevator, right? Mm -hmm. Now, when I get in the elevator now, she decides to clinch her purse. Yeah, I'm going to look at that as racist. Because here you are with somebody in the elevator who was super shifty looking before me. Mm -hmm. You had no inkling to clinch your purse then. But all of a sudden, now that I step into the elevator, probably looking all Rico Suave, I made that. Now, all of a sudden, you want to clinch your purse? It's okay. If you and a black chick is in the elevator and one Caucasian person walk on the elevator and stuff, whatever, don't you feel more secure and safe? Because you're kind of like, so you're going to the 13th floor. Right. Okay, most people don't have 13th floor. That's my lucky yeah, number. So, so, so. That's my like 14, 14 14 14th floor. You're going up, somebody gets on the second floor, white chick. Right. You go up two more floors. On the fourth floor, somebody gets on black chick. Y'all all going up and stuff and everything, like whatever, right? Right. Do you feel more comfortable with the black chick in the elevator or do you feel more comfortable with the white chick in the elevator? Actually, I don't think I would feel... I think I would feel comfortable with both. With both? Yeah. I feel like I'd be scared of both of them. I even dropped the word like... 
I thought he, what's the word like for, for looking? He, he was leering. He was the guy, leering. He was, he was in the back of the elevator. He was leering at me. He was le- he was staring at me. He was dressing me. He was undressing me with his eyes. I felt wrong. And that ain't the white chick that said it either. You know what the funny thing is? Because when if I'm ever in that situation, mm-hmm. but I, you know that situation I, happened often. Yeah, and like I said, when, if I'm ever in that situation or I'm approaching that situation, I try to close your eyes. Not try to close my eyes, but I try to. <laughs> I try to have be uh, as l- l- as the l- least l- amount liar as possible. As least amount of threatening. In appearance, how do you do that? Going in, and the first, the first thing. Unless I'm, you, unless you pull, I'm, a, I'm a people person. Take so, off your fucking hat, just pull a rabbit out well, of I'm it. A, I'm a people person. The first thing I, I'm gonna go in the elevator. If I see somebody, I'm gonna greet. Right? right, right, right. I'm gonna say, "Hello, how you doing? The day's nice." Some people find third? that creepy. I do that shit all the time and stuff for them. People look at me like I'm a weirdo. Who the hell find that creepy? They, they find that creepy. Some people, because remember, we live in a world right now and stuff, whatever. Where your parents. Some parents probably raise their kids and stuff better. Do not talk to strangers. Right. They don't know you. Right. So you're having a child from like, say, six years old to like 18. Do not talk to strangers. Now, let's say that person is 25, 26. They're in the elevator with you. They don't know you. You're considered a stranger. And you're like, hey, how's it going? People get shook. I was watching Blade the other day. The chick was in the elevator with the two bootleg, quote unquote, she thought was vampires. The guy's like, she turned around. She got paranoid. She looked behind her. The guy's like, How's it going? She turned back around like, I'm going to spray them with this garlic. That's what I'm saying. It was, that's all he said was, how's it going? But how did he look when he said, how was <laughs> it going? I can't change the face that my mama did, and my daddy gave did me. Did he look like a vampire medicine? <laughs> when he said, how, how, because I'm going to tell you this. If I look to my left, if I look to my right, and those people look kind of menacing and ask me how I'm doing with a smile, I might take that a little different. And that's what I'm saying. It ain't a race thing. I might take a little different. It ain't a race thing. It's just, I guess, it's just a, I guess a human thing, a vibe thing. Your vibe for me might be smooth and melancholy. Your vibe for, I can probably bring in like another, I could, I could, no, I could bring in a white guy here in the studio and stuff, whatever, and everything, and he might give you a different type of vibe. You might say, Marv, do not bring him as a spectator back in this, in this place again. Right. Whatever, right? Your vibe and stuff is different and everything. And based on like a lot of preconceptions and stuff, that's why prejudice is a motherfucker. That will probably it might stem from your prejudice or like your you prejudging from other situations and stuff, whatever. Right. You might have seen a white guy like him, blonde hair, blue eye, all the above. And if he probably did one of these notions, the guy last time gave you a look like that, he was saying he's gonna crack your windshield. And him just doing that. Brings you back to a PTSD moment and stuff, whatever. Like, nah, you're not fucking with this. Don't bring this guy back to the studio. I get it. But that's what I'm saying. A lot of times, we don't know until we get all the information as much as possible. Oh, we never know 100% until we get all the information. Exactly. But then, but that's what I'm saying. When we don't. It's all speculation. And and from the speculation, I feel like we, a lot of black people and stuff, whatever, we tend to jump the gun. We overuse our black card. Yeah. See, with me, I have run-ins and stuff, whatever, like in my job all the time, whatever, right? I'm a young black dude. Well, I'm not young. I'm old as shit now. I'm 35. But I I used to say Big Daddy King, young, gifted, and black. I'm kind of old, gifted, and black now. Right. But I have run-ins constantly and stuff in my job, whatever, right? And before I drop the R word, 
I try to examine the situation, try to process all the information and stuff, whatever, first. Right. I go to work, I get some button-up and some casual-looking Jordans and everything. I'm not their quote-unquote typical Ivy League-looking kind of black kid. Right. And everything like that. I'm a modern-day black kid and stuff, whatever, from my own world. So now me interacting with the non-blacks, it might rub them a kind of different type of different type of way. Right. Might be my look, might be my speech, might be my mannerisms. Something about it might trigger them and stuff for them. So before I jump up and say, you're treating me like this because I'm black, I have to figure out what the fuck it is and stuff whatever first, as much as I can process. Right. right. Before I, I flip it. But right. I feel like constantly things are flipped. This Regis thing, I don't know. I feel like it was a card that was flipped. Mm. Until we get the information, for me, this is going to be a card that was flipped. Because yeah, we, I can see it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that's just how I feel and stuff. I feel like we just kind of use that card a little too much. But, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 All right, let's get off to this race. Let's get to some regular wild shit. Do you think... Go ahead. Do you think... It ain't we, over in your world. Do you think we... Well, I'll just, well, I'll just leave this one thought and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Go ahead, Do you Jerry. think it's... more common for us to have that that position with the race card mm-hmm. without having all the, all the information or more common of situations of Karens who act out of pocket with not having all the information? Karens. 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 My, my personal opinion is Karens. Mm. People fear what they don't understand, hate what they can't conquer. This is a theory of man. Nah, said it best. And I've kind of treated that as like a gospel. Yeah. When you don't know, you fear. And when you feel like you can't beat whatever, you know, you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. And if they don't want to join, that's another problem and stuff as is. All right, perfect. Okay, one more, and then we'll 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 wrap this, we'll wrap this section up. Because no, no, I no, like go, where you're going go, with go, that. Go ahead. All right, okay. With what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. In North America, mm-hmm. right? Would you consider? Would you consider this racism, or would you consider this ignorance? What's going on? What? What? I guess with all the recent situations. Recent situations. The you know what I mean. Uh, um, I want to say majority of them is racism and the other part portion is ignorance because I feel like the the thing like with the other cops speaking about how to subdue or hold a, a person and stuff whatever right if you choose not to go by what they're teaching you or if, if that what that evil police precinct taught you right that's fucked okay that's fucked that's straight ignorance and stuff whatever right but if it's just the, like the Karens and all that type of stuff whatever the man's mind is business. You're going to say the man and all that type of stuff, all that, that's racism. Right. That's racism. Right. Because if you got to know or try to try to get an understanding of some things, whatever. Yeah. Hey, I don't know you, never seen you in this building before and everything. And the guy's like, whoa, that's racist. No, it's not racist. I never seen you here I never before. Seen you before. I associate with myself with damn everybody in the building. Yeah. I never seen you before. It ever occurred. And then even Karen's or whatever could have like ever occurred to you. I could have be digging you. I could like you. That's why I'm asking you this. Exactly. And then the phone will go off because if, if if I wouldn't have, if I was like this, you're just you're just talking to me because you're racist. And she's like, 
well, I thought you kind of cute. You know, I might yeah. want to fuck you sometime. Yeah. Well, here's my number. So What's so what floor What's you so live on? Like, so I mean, like when I when I think about when I think about um white people and and their stance, mm-hmm. right? How you may have you may have um you may have some black friends or you may have friends of different colors, mm-hmm. right? But you don't know anything of their of anything particular of their background, right? Right, more than what you've been taught in school, more than what you've been this that, and the third of white like, people of 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 a black people. Oh, black people. More, oh, for saying from a white point of yeah, view, from a white point of view, right? Gotcha. You only know. Let's say I'm. Let's say I'm white. I'm your friend, right? Mm-hmm. I only know Marv, mm-hmm. right? My inter- my interaction is only with Marv, right? Mm-hmm. So, because I know you, because I interact with you, I vibe with you different, mm-hmm. right? I have an understanding of you, right? Right. But my understanding of you may not reflect my understanding of black people in general, right? Right. Because I'm I'm basically probably going to go off of what I've been taught right. about black people in general. Right. Now, I've never been taught about any of their accomplishments. Right, mm-hmm. I've never taught about. I've never been taught about any of their importance as far as um, uh, economics or science or whatever to America. Anything Amer- Amer- American wise, mm-hmm. development wise, I've never been taught about their importance. Okay, right. The only thing I've been shown on TV is bad s- media, bad. Yeah, right. Everything, right. Right. So now, when I meet you and I speak to you. I still can't make the connection that there's probably more of you. Right. I'm probably just looking at you as an anomaly. Right. Right. But that's your ignorance. Ignorance. That's your ignorance. All right. Because so, so then this is why I'm asking. Do you do you feel like there's a lot of people who are just straight up know these things in the race, or they're just they're just ignorant? They're just ignorant because my thing is stuff is that what's wrong with having a conversation. I'm your friend. You're the white person. I'm the black person. Stuff and if I'm your quote unquote friend, or I'm the only one that you might know, yeah. Why not have? It's not what you say; it's how you say some things. You see what I'm saying? Like that right there, it eliminates race and brings it to a more human type of level. Right. Any question you have and stuff, whatever, and long as it's in a respectable manner, it's not coming from a malicious type of world, and it's trying to come from an understanding point of view. If I'm the anomaly and stuff, whatever, what's wrong with having a conversation? I heard this, whatever. But I'll paraphrase it because I don't like how they said it. Whatever. I always say this. If it's a heavy-ass conversation or it's a heavy question you want to ask, it might be the best question to ask. Yeah. And that's my thing. My thing and stuff is that a lot of people and stuff would be like, I don't know if smooth... It might be the best because it might spark a creative convo. Right. And we might have this kind of thing and stuff and everything, and it might bridge the gap. It's funny because I remember... I think it was you who were telling me about that... Um the black dude who converted a lot of the Ku Klux Klan members. Yeah. Right. And I was saying, like, it's it's funny because, yeah, I can see that. I can I can see somebody not liking somebody else just, just out of just total ignorance of not knowing... Nothing. You know, who that person is, what that person's like, or this, that, and the But third. you're not taught anything. Then when you have that conversation, you start to see, hey, this person is similar to who I am. There's not much difference between us. 
what why do I hate this person again? From ignorance. You know, it's it's all ignorance, you know what I mean? And then we, we look at that, you know what I mean? We're you know you have some you have some Caucasians who are, you know, fortunate to be able to have black friends and be able to find that culture, share that information and get that knowledge. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, there's still a lot of rural America who haven't even seen a live black person. So they're right. still going off the information that they may have received or may have not received. Right. Right? To have that, you know, to, to change that, that That's free fine. notion, that and that, and that, there's nothing, and there's nothing wrong with that, whatever. Contrary to what some people might believe, there's something's wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that and stuff for that because they're not going without, I want to say, I want to say they're, they're working within their realm. Right. You're working within your realm. If a black person, a black family plops up and stuff for it, like picture, I don't know, let's say Cohog or some shit, like Family Guy or some shit. Yeah. And there's no Cleveland Brown. Right. Right? Or there's no, what's the black guy? Ollie, the, the loud black guy on the news. There's none. First family that pop up and stuff, whatever, isn't your goal and stuff or your thing should you be introduced to welcome to the family, to the neighborhood? Should be. Once they come to the neighborhood and stuff, whatever, even if they weren't black, they were white. Right. You, you welcome them to the neighborhood. Yeah. And once the fact that they are black and stuff, you welcome them to the neighborhood and stuff, whatever, it's just a cue when they try to get to know the people as is. Forget the race thing, whatever. Once you get to know the people as is, then you say, okay, you know what? They don't seem that bad to have a convo with, whatever. Then you can get to the racial type of stuff. Right. If the ground and stuff is... Or you plowed the ground properly for that convo. Right. If you just set up and stuff like, why is your hair nappy like that, folks? You got a darker skin tone there. You, you don't know nothing and stuff. You're not plowing the ground proper for a conversation. So it has to start from somewhere and everything. Like you have to be the change you want to see in the world. If your world doesn't want to revolve around that, that's fine too. Because that's ignorant. It's the same way. If you don't want to vote and you feel like your vote don't count, that's, that's ignorant. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. We good? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, we good. Sure. You don't want to bring him on? You don't want to talk about the No, no, no. no, 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 no. That was the last part of it I wanted to touch upon because, you know... It's, it's, I, got, I got a black hoodie on. Am I a suspect? You don't want to talk about that? You know, I just, I just look at it. I think a lot of... What a, a lot of what people are calling racism is, is really not racism. It's just ignorance. ignorance. It's, it's ignorance. It's ignorance, babes. It's ignorance. Straight ignorance. All right. I want to touch on some shit, whatever, before we get the fuck up out of here real quick. All right. Zelia Banks says she slept with a lot of powerful men, including Mr. Funny Man David Chappelle. She sleep with any white men? She said powerful men. She didn't specify She didn't who. specify she she didn't who, but she, 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 she banged a few white dudes. I'm pretty whatever. sure she did. She did. Someone paid for those titties. Damn right. She pulls on Playboy. Somebody pay for the tickets. Pay for those cities. Do you believe her? That a shit that got the bang bang from Chappelle? Chappelle and other powerful men. Yeah, yeah. Chappelle's a married man, though. Chappelle, how, much mar- how much married men in Hollywood do you think that stopped before? I'm not saying it stopped anybody and stuff with her, but my thing and stuff is that We've seen this scenario play out so many times, and I feel like we crucified a man more than we crucified a woman. Like, um, I don't want to say we don't, because we crucify both, but I feel like more of the weight gets shifted towards the man than it gets to the woman. Right. Kareem Stephens, Superhead. Yeah. When she did her, like, a tell-all book. Mm-hmm. Brittany Renner. She did it. She did one of the stuff recently, too. Brittany Renner is hot. Mm-hmm. Superhead is hot. Can, can we say, why, why do you have like, ugly thoughts out here and stuff, whatever, doing these things? They got these fire chicks doing these things. 
Remember Cat's stats? Yo, I always wanted a piece until she heard I was supposed to wear with the cocaine thing, whatever. Yeah. Remember Cat's stats? I remember Cat's stats. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I look at it and stuff as this. The title is still home record, right? Yeah. But I don't feel like if the situation was flipped, if the situation was flipped, let's say she was the married woman and Chappelle was the person and stuff, whatever, right? Would yeah. he be doing it for clout if he said it, whatever? Because he's still a comedian. It's just the situation's flipped. She's married. Right. Is he doing it for clout or if he mentions it and stuff like whatever, or he's home wrecking? No, I think he's doing it for clout if he mentions it. Really? Mm. Yeah. I actually think she's doing it for clout too. I think she's doing it for clout because ain't nobody saying nothing about her. Yeah, I don't. I, I think she's doing it for. And once you mention the person's clout. name, then they be like, "What does she do?" And you and then you find a song. Streams are going up. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's say. Now has Dave come out and? No. Denied or confirmed? He just gonna let it. He gonna let that one. Ride. I think he gonna let it ride for now. It's still early because remember we have a lot of other pressing issues that kind of came to the forefront. Right. So I think it might be either a matter of time or it might just get swept under the rug because of these bigger issues and stuff, whatever. Because I never forget, like, uh, who was it? It was Aaliyah. I use Aaliyah as an example and stuff for a long. I was depressed when Aaliyah died in a, in a plane crash. Mm. Aaliyah died in a plane crash in what two thousand and one. Mm. I think so. And yeah. right after that, um, 9-11 happened. And it's kind of like Aaliyah's thing got, like, just got... Just got wiped? Yeah, got wiped. Because she died like the end of August and then beginning of September and stuff, whatever. And then September 9-11, it's just like... Yeah. And then I think when War Talks was coming up, then as you hear like the I Miss You, Aaliyah on release tracks, I'm like, oh, shit. She did just die. Yeah. So a lot of times, a lot of other, if, you know, things come up and they take more pressing issues. Right. And then I think this might have a chance to service and stuff with it. But I just feel like a lot of times, in scenarios and stuff like this, the men get more shit than the women do. Do you agree or disagree? I don't know, because, you know, sometimes, somehow I feel like... I also, th- I feel it depends on the type of man that you are, the type of person you are in the public eye. Because I think... Oh, so it's the public opinion of, of, of you matter. Yeah. So if you... Because I think... I think Dave is such on a pedestal, comedian-wise. Mm-hmm. I don't even... I don't even think this is going to be a, a dent in a Chappelle armor. I think, yeah. I, no, I can agree with you on stuff for, on that. But I want to say there's even other situations where... I don't think your occupation and stuff will rule you right or wrong. No, 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 no. no like, I'm not, not yeah, saying that. Yeah. It, I'm not saying that it, it would rule just him, him right or wrong. You're just saying but him. just him the and this situation, of the per- person of it, and the fact that he's in comedy. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, it's almost like to to the point where you're not waiting to hear anything about his domestic life. Mm-hmm. You're waiting to hear what he'll be saying on his next comedy video. About, about this whole situation. So why couldn't Bill Cosby do something like this then? Oh, well, he was, he'd been out of comedy a long time. <laughs> he'd uh, been out of comedy and the spotlight. More to the story, comedians, if you're listening. Long time ago. 
You better stay close to that mic on those stage. You better go to open and, mic somewhere. And it was another comedian holding his feet to the fire. Yeah, Hannibal Burris. Yeah. So then, and I mean, a situation like that is like, oh, he did it for clout. <laughs> and he got a show. He got he, he, he got, got a hell of a deal. He got a lot of shit out of he it. He got a lot of shit out of it. He got a lot of shit out of, this, lot of, shit out of it. Yo, if you if you were to view yourself as a celebrity, which celebrity would you want it to be, or which celebrity would it be? Denzel. Denzel. Yeah. Why do you think you're fucking Denzel? <laughs> I'm what, curious. What, what, I can't be Denzel. I'm just I curious. I can't feel like I'm Denzel. I'm just what? curious. No. What's wrong with that? No, no, no. Yeah. The way I said it, you're right. I was being a, I was being a dick. That was that was a bad. I'm curious. Why Denzel now? I don't know. I think I kind of I I think I kind of borrow his personality. Okay. So give me three reasons why Denzel. We're both sharp. Okay, that's yeah. one. We're well spoken. Okay. Yeah. And don't pull your back out from this reach. No, 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 no. It's not a reach. We have good moral standards. Ain't no Denzel's moral standards. No, I didn't just judge him by his character. The ones that he plays in the movies? The ones he plays in the movies and the ones that I can see. Get the fuck out of here. Man, <laughs> yeah, it's a good moral standard. You ain't never you ain't never heard nothing bad about him. You ain't never hear nothing salacious or this, that, and the third. I yeah, think yeah. I would be a Denzel. I would be a Denzel. So nothing salacious about you. Okay. I, I don't know. If I was a celeb. You know be Chris Tucker? I, I, I could. I get loud at times, but mm. I don't think it's fully Chris. I think, to be honest and stuff, whatever, I don't really consider myself any kind of upper there, whatever. I just consider myself like, probably bro man from the fifth floor. I'm just trying to get some food, man. Bro man from the fifth floor? <laughs> bro man from the fifth floor. I'm just trying to get some food, trying to make some money, you know, keep my aunts to myself, be around some good people. I mean, it's something basic. If I'm gonna give a celebrity name, like I, I couldn't see myself and stuff for anything else because I look at it like this. You, as a celebrity or as a celebrity, some most celebrity people, mm -hmm. they embody a lot of pressure and a lot of like things. Like, could you imagine like the weight on you for like not to fuck up? Like, say you know, over this, this goes from regular podcast to fame ish. To your fame, must. Mm -hmm. Are you gonna start? You're gonna keep walking through, shaking all hands and stuff, whatever. And you have like, tell me your places to go, or the allure is and stuff that if you, the less people you talk to, and the more social media interaction you have with the people and stuff there, the more elusive you are, the bigger your stardom grows. I'm gonna be as loose as a motherfucker, right? Right? I'm gonna be loose, but and, but again, that's not my MO. Yeah, that's why you say you're Denzel. Enough said. Denzel, Denzel, low key is a motherfucker. Are you low key though in that shirt? Listen. <laughs> Are you low key in that shirt? Don't mess with my Hawaiian Sophie. Yo, shirt. Hawaiian Sophie over here. Don't mess with my Hawaiian Sophie shirt. Right <laughs> yo. I was like, yo, I ain't getting to wear this shit outside. <laughs> this shit is going old in my closet. I gotta get to it before the moths do. You like this make baby. COVID cutie. 
right, man. Let's get to the question of the week so we can slide up out of question this place. Question of the week. Question of the week. What is something that everyone can agree is a dick move? Dirty macking. Explain what the fuck a dirty macking is because it feels like somebody dropped a damn Big Mac on the ground and tried to pass it off to another person. Dirty macking is when... Okay. I mean, that's a good way to explain it. Let's say you have a girlfriend. Right, right, right. Right? Me and you. We're not boys, but we're like, we're acquaintances. We know each other, this, that, and the third. We, you know, we know a couple of people that we hang with, right? right. I kind of like your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Right? And I kind of say, I, I talk to your girlfriend every now and then. You okay, so you, you, like get a little, you get her ear every now and then. Yeah. You do something That's... that I assume that might be kind of lowish and maybe your girl don't know about it. Mm-hmm. And I bring it up to your girl in hopes that she would take that information, leave you to get to leave leave you me to get to you and come to me. And I just keep giving her information like that. It is a dick move, but it makes bomb R&B songs. <laughs> That's like every R&B person singing a song, though, trying to get at another person who's already with another person. Yeah, but it's such a dick move. So we got to stop. We got to stop championing the music then. <sighs> we got to stop championing the music. All the see, Mario. See, you should let me love you. See, I'm a, if, listen, if I can't get you on my own merits, mm. I don't want you. If I gotta, if I feel like I gotta, that's true because you're without my scope. Yeah, because that means I'm gonna constantly do things out my scope and out my realm to keep you. And then when I'm finally me, <laughs> I lose you. Could you imagine? You work so hard to get a fucking chicken and everything like that, and you're like, all right, you're gonna finally let the notches of your belt out and just get relaxed and just be you. And then she's like, I don't like this. I like the person you've become. You're like. Like this. It's funny though because I mean, and it's something that we say that the majority of people find corny. But a lot, listen, you got a good girl. Mm-hmm. She tells you when somebody dirty macking. I don't like that though. You don't like if she tell you? No, I, I no like. I think I. Here's my thing. I think she's just he or she yeah. just shoot the shit down in a relationship. If we're in, if you're in a relationship with somebody that was like me in a relationship with a woman, yeah, and it'd be like, "Hey, yo, babe, just to let you know, I went out and stuff like that, whatever. I seen not your girl, but her friend, yeah. and she tried to get at me, but I shot it down. <laughs> yeah. Just letting you know, nigga, that's the basic rules of an agreement of the relationship. <laughs> you're supposed to do that in a relationship. No, okay, I, I, I get it, but okay, what if it's what if it's this way, right? She shoot okay. She shoot it down, so she shoots it down, but she shouldn't tell you. If she shoots it down, yeah, she should tell you. Or she shouldn't tell you. She should just shoot it down. Shoot it down. Just shoot it down immediately. Okay. But what? What if she she shoots it down immediately, right? Mm-hmm. And then one day y'all are out somewhere, and she sees dude. And do come up with you all, ah, this, that, and then going like this, this, that, and hugging you up and giving you the most dabs, acting like he giving you the utmost respect, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, behind your back, 
he did this earlier she, or prior. Yeah, right, 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 right. And she looking at him and was like, that fucking shiesty ass nigga. Look at Mar. Mar have no idea what this nigga be trying to pull behind his back. This nigga trying to act all friendly and stuff right. like that. You think she? Do you think at that point she gonna want to keep it in, or she go she she want she gonna want to tell you? That's all on her. But that's I won't. Like I said, I won't marry everything. Like I said, my goal or my thing is that she shoot it down because she don't know how many shit I'm shooting down. Yeah. And my thing and stuff is like we're like, oh look who's the bigger hero. I shot this down and I saved you from that dirt a friendship with that dirt bag. Why well, I saved you from that friendship with dirt. Yo, like yeah. we're not ground, getting brownie points. The overall goal is just for us. Right. If we're if it's us, I told you, like I said it before, you can't build a kingdom with somebody that wants the the lover or attention of the village. Yeah. My thing and stuff is like, yo, you do what you're supposed to do in a relationship the same way I'm supposed to do what I'm supposed to do in a relationship. If we have an issue and everything, it's still supposed to be us against the world. Yeah. If they're not us, it's not, they're the world. It's us versus them. Yeah. Family or not. It. I see it. You know what happened to me one time? Talk to things, then. Sound like an experience. Which, it happened wait, to me. So no, it happened to me. happened to me one time. It happened with my wife before my wife was my wife. Mm-hmm. Right? One of my boys seen her on the subway. Wait, uh, can we highlight? Is he uh, still a former boy? No, or... it's a friend. It's a it's to this just today. To this it's a day? Friend. Yeah, oh, it's a friend. To this day. Seen on a subway, mm-hmm. right? And tried to kick game to her, mm-hmm. right? When she was she was not having it, mm-hmm. right? Shot it down and so forth like that. And then I ended up coming to um one of the areas where we usually hang out with with her. Mm-hmm. And he seen her. Mm-hmm. So then, right away, he told me. Mm-hmm. He said, "Yo, you know, I tried to kick it to her, but I didn't know. I didn't know it was your girl." Right. Well, I said, "Dude, it's all good. It's all good. Look at her. If I seen her by herself, I can respect. I would that. try to kick it to her to to me. But <clears throat> she never told, told you, me. right? You understand? She just shot it down. So just like I said, she just shot it down. But at the same time." She's not looking for brownie points. But no, but at the same time, he ain't come up to me and like, you know what I mean? Like trying to super dap and yeah, and show I mean, trying to act like, yo, you know what I mean? So I re- I respect, respect that him. from him. Yeah. For, for doing that. I re- yeah, I respect right. I respect the person and stuff like that with it, but that's what I'm saying. But I look at that, that's not a dirty map. <clears throat> no, that's not a dirty map. No, that's not a dirty map at not all. A dirty yeah, because one, he didn't know. Right. Two, he came out and told me. Right. Yeah. That's not a dirty map. No. I don't know. I agree because see my thing and stuff is that I I can re- I don't know I might put an extra stroke in for her that night or something like that. Put a shut down. Like yeah, <laughs> if I go in like yo, you know I seen your girl demon knows your girl stuff. I try to kick game, and it wasn't going anywhere. She just kept saying no, no, she's not interested. No, 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 and all the above. Like oh really, huh? Like babe, you you want something a little extra? You want to McDonald's apple pie tonight on the way home? Why are you so friendly? Because nah, I love you, boo. That's what I'm saying. I feel like you're supposed to do this basic stuff in a relationship. Yeah. And the fact that you are holding up your end of the bargain without me knowing, it's more of a better thing. Yeah. Because I feel like you don't need to highlight the type of things like, don't tell me you're great, whatever, right? Like, you don't need to toot your own horn and stuff when you're great. You don't need to talk the talk. Walk the walk. That's it. Done. That's it. Done. What I feel like is a, a constant dick move and stuff for that, that too. Mm. 
what I feel more of is a dick move and stuff, whatever, is take advantage of the week. I know we are talking about the whole the, the respect, you know, self-respect and everything like that, whatever. Yeah. But I think, especially as adults, you can kind of gather, not so young, young adults, teenagers, young adults. I think I want to say like adults old enough to legally drink in North America. I feel like you come to a point where you realize and stuff like, yo, it went from a joke to basically a literally punching bag and everything like that, whatever, right? Yeah. And then when it's kind of like, you know, you, if someone else can watch your situation, your interaction like me, like, Ooh, shut your punk ass up, shut your bitch ass, and your hoe ass, and trick ass, and everything. And somebody's in the back like, leave him alone! <laughs> Dick move. Yeah. When everybody can realize and stuff that you've not taken a situation and stuff or a joke and you kind of just made it go too far in the round. Right. And everything. And I remember you said it and stuff. A lot of people don't pay attention to body language and everything like that. No. So if I say some shit like that and I realize you feel uncomfortable, I might hit with another joke and stuff like that. But I feel like if you're going deeper and deeper to a show, like you're not even laughing, you look damn near depressed, how the fuck am I still beating you down? Yeah. That's yeah. a dick move. Yeah. Yeah, that's a dick move. All right. Let's get to these Ask of the Sons. Ask the Sons. They're asking us, man. What y'all asking us out there? They're asking us something precisely for this week. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Gene Gray states, are non-black people being crucified for taking black people's side with these racial killings? You know, that's a good question. Um, I would like I would like to think no, but the the, the mind in me tells me that some are. I'm saying yes. The, reason the mind in me is telling me some are. The reason I'm saying yes, because the, the ones that's legitimately not looting, the ones are siding and stuff like that, whatever... I know I know a girl who's white. Yeah. We've never dated, but we're, we're, we're friends and everything and stuff like that, whatever. I think I... She told me one day and stuff, whatever. She's like... She's dated one white guy, probably like in middle school. Yeah. White guy took a virginity, excuse me. White right. guy took a virginity and stuff and everything. And after that, all she dated is black guys because that's just the culture that's, she's used to. Right. And everything like that, right? And her brother and her cousin called her a nigga lover. Yeah. And that was her, just like, that's her before just dating a few guys. Not She said, she said when she lost Virginia, she said she was like 15, 14, right. 15. Right. Right? Yeah. Middle school, going to high school. The first time she slept with a black guy and stuff when she was like 18. Okay. And she's been called a nigga lover before she even slept with a black guy. Mm. So these people and stuff that are just rioting and saying like they're, they're wrong to like a racist eye, not an ignorant eye, but to a racist eye. Yeah. They're probably calling these non-black people nigga lovers. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can see that. So yeah. I can see that. Um, I can see that probably happening more with strangers than with um like friends and family members. Because friends and family members probably have an idea. Mm-hmm. Of your of your preference, mm-hmm. and have have more than likely ex- accepted that, even if it's not up front and face with it, mm-hmm. they probably accepted it on the inside, and 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 that's it, right? And 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 looking at it from a standpoint of because you know you because at at the end of the day. Injustice is just injustice. Facts. 
You know what I mean? And we we can't, no one can argue against that. Right. Right? So even if you're not one to say, to speak up about it, mm-hmm. you can't deny that it that it that's happening. Right? right. So if 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 your sister who happens, you're you're white, your sister so happens to speak out about it. And you know it's injustice. You're probably ain't gonna say nothing to your sister about it. Yeah, but some people don't look at it as injustice. Like they just look at it stuff as that it doesn't concern you. Don't stick your neck out to it and stuff like that, right? It's yeah. kind of like how I felt with the Asian community and stuff forever before. Right. Where we were going through all these chronicles and stuff forever before. No one spike spoke out for or they never spoke out for us. Right. After the COVID situation and the China virus and all that type of stuff and the Wu-Tang flu and everything, they're looking like, yo, we're being ill-treated and stuff, whatever, right? And I'm like, y'all didn't stick your neck out before. And because to you guys, what we were going through had no concern to you. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, they're looking at, like, I'm kind of looking at it from like, like, yo, their point of view and stuff is that, bro, it's Black Lives Matter. That's what they're saying. You're white. Yeah. Why do you care so much to fight a battle when we're good, but they're there? Yeah, and then but then again, you where it's you're not you're looking at it from well the person who's involving themselves. I guess they're looking at it from the cultural standpoint, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, I'm I may not be black, but I claim this culture is much as mine as any other black person, mm-hmm. right? And I think if you're looking at it from that. If you're looking at it from that standpoint and and you operate from that standpoint, I think the people who are around you kind of notice and reflect that. Like shout out to um shout out to the Reza Brothers, man. Um I was I was asked another post, another post about um if my if my white friends keep the same energy. Mm. And I replied to the, the post, yeah, like the white people who I know and I I speak to, they're almost just as vocal, if not more vocal, than a lot of black people on my timeline. So I never look at it as 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 a situation where, no, they're they're rocking with me because. I'm black or because the situation's messed up and they want to be on the, on the right side of things. No, like this is them. Like from the point that I known them, right? It's always been an absorption of black culture. Right. And it's a, it's a culture that has accepted them. So yeah, when anything affects the culture that has accepted them, they feel affected about it, and they feel strongly enough that they want to voice their opinions about it. Right, right. So I see, you know, my man Lucas, my man Agent, they post all the time, constantly, constantly to the point where I have that question sometimes. Whereas, yo, I wonder how some of your, you know what I mean, some of your, your white counterparts or family members may have feel towards this. But everybody knows them and knows the type of people that they are. Mm-hmm. That even if they did think a way about it, they wouldn't, they wouldn't 
they wouldn't say anything about it because gotcha. they know they come with the full force. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Sal Away says, <clears throat> okay, I got to give you the backing on this because you get the backing. She's like, please give the backing before you give the answer. <clears throat> my husband and I moved in with my sister to save some money to buy a house. Okay. The sister and the husband, the relationship has got a little close. Okay. Do you think they're having an affair? All right. How long how, how long has the marriage been? She didn't specify. Didn't specify. Did she, she, she specify? The sister just broke up with her, her boyfriend before quarantine. Right. So she's in a vulnerable state. Sister's in a vulnerable state. Right. Okay. And husband's just being friendly. But there's certain porns that start like that, too. Yeah, but you know what? I, I just look at it as... Prior to this, mm-hmm. be, be, be for her moving in, her interaction or, or, or her, you know, knowledge about your boyfriend or your husband mm-hmm. probably was just secondhand coming from you. What do you mean? Let's say, okay... You have a sister, right? Okay. She has a boyfriend, right? Mm. You only you only speak with him when you see him, when you when you see your sister and stuff like that. Right? Depends on the fam. Depending on the fam, right? But I'm but I'm typically you only see him. Your only interactions with him is like is when they come by, right? Okay. Like he's not a friend of yours, so you don't call him every day. You guys don't go hang out this, that, and the third, right? Okay. So there's no real relationship between you and the boyfriend. Or you and a husband. Okay. It's between the relationships between you and your sister. sister, right? Right. Right. But then something goes down, right? And then now your sister and her boyfriend has to move in with you, right? Okay. I'm not fucking my sister's boyfriend, well, you know, by the way. You're not fucking your sister's boyfriend. Okay. But we're just using this as an example, man. Okay, it's a Calm bad down. example. Okay. Calm continue. Down. continue. <laughs> now y'all y'all are in the same house chilling, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, he he asked you if you're watching TV because he about to watch the, you know, he he wanted to try and get the game. And he's like, oh, shit. Nah, go ahead, because I'm about, I was going to turn it on to the game too, right? Right. So y'all get to find out that y'all into the basketball games, right? Y'all start talking about basketball. You start like... Basketball, you, not his balls. You basketball. Right. Right. You find out you guys have similar teams, right? Right. Then you start finding out y'all have similar interests, right? Right. And now the conversation is much more than, oh, it's just my sister's boyfriend. Nah, this dude is actually cool. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we can have conversations this afternoon or Thursday. But you didn't know anything before that because right. that word, there just was... just interaction like that yeah, was different. right. I so get this that. This is what I'm saying, like, between the, 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 the sister now and the husband... It could be a similar thing. It could be, but remember, most of the time, so most women, most men and women both agree that men and women just can't be friends. And much as when you're in a situation and stuff, whatever, where now, I want to say, even an outside party can see that bonding and stuff is kind of taking place. Yeah. They automatically assume the worst. There's tons of times, I, I'm guilty of it, whatever, where I know, I know a cool-ass lady at work. Yeah. Like, she's real super cool. She's like upper management. And I know a doctor who's super cool as shit. Yeah. Right? I don't know how long they might have known each other before me getting to the hospital and everything, like whatever, right? 
But one day, I remember I walked past one window and I seen him outside just sitting on the bench and just shooting the shit, just talking. Yeah. It looked super, 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 super friendly. Like, look beyond the type of thing and stuff, whatever, right? But that, that's the optics it gave off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the optics. And that's the optics just, it gave I, off. I feel like this is the optics and stuff that's giving off and stuff, whatever. Right. From their stuff, whatever. That's why right. I was like, I don't try to go with this brother shit because I ain't fucking know nobody. Nobody's mad, first and foremost. But I don't do dick. But I mean, even, I don't do even dick. With it, even with the optics of it being super friendly, doesn't necessarily mean that it's super friendly. It Absolutely. Just, it just means that, hey, you know what? Just okay. mean like, yeah, they just bond. They bond. They bond. But that's what I'm saying. Like, people feel that men and women, most of the time, can't be just friends when it goes to a certain type of life, and much less you've know. How many... I don't know if you watch Maury or Jerry like I watched Maury and Jerry like it was back in the day. Yeah. I'm living in the house of my sister's fucking my man. Yeah. And you know, there's even like, not even brothers and sisters, brothers and stuff, whatever, but it's kind of like, dude's living with his roommate and his roommate ended up smashing his girl. Yeah. So, dun, 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 dun. Sally, you're not far off. But I look at it stuff as that I agree with him. The dynamic in the relationship could just could have blossomed because you guys are now in the same living quarters. Yeah. That's what I feel. That's the, I mean, that's until that's, you catch somebody in hand and ex- red act. Exactly. And everything like whatever. Don't assume the worst, hope for the best. Ex- exactly. I mean that that that's what I would say to that situation. You know what I mean? And you would you you would hope that she and I mean your 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 family members and your 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 Significant other can have a good relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you want that. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would, you know, hope they're not screwing, but you yeah, would hope I, that they have a good relationship. I would hope, yeah, yeah. I would hope. That's what I, I hope for the best for that. Last question comes from Chill Bill. Chill Bill, Chill Bill. What is the weirdest thing you have done for money? Weirdest thing I've done for money. This I gotta hear from your Denzel ass. But I ain't doing nothing weird for money. Never. Never. Not even when you were younger. They no. never had you like in a bogle contest to go dance and stuff, whatever. No. And you dance doing the butterfly and stuff for like nothing. No. Nothing weird for money? Nothing I don't believe money. you. Nothing so you say you were never money. a simp and you never done nothing weird for money before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call bullshit. I was never a simp, man. I've never done anything weird for money. Yeah. The only thing I would say I did weird that was for money was probably just. Be on style by jury. <laughs> the weirdest thing you've done for me? That would be that would be the weirdest thing I did for a paycheck. I got two things. I got one. Yeah, because we know you got we got we know you. We know you did something strange for a piece, piece of change. change. I, yeah, when I was younger. I have more scruples and morals now. Do you? Because I make decent money. I, I make <laughs> decent money, bitch. Yeah, yeah. That's stopping you. The decent yeah, money. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> Well, no, I'm looking for a PS5. So if you know anybody's willing to pay, mm. I might just want to share some PS5. Yeah. But um, no butt stuff. <laughs> but um, I want to say the I know when I was in fifth grade. No, I was in third grade. I went to a party, like a birthday party or something like that, and the adults were there. I think uh, yeah, it was like a dance contest, and like Tootsie right. Roll was that song. Yeah. And they're like, yo, who can do Tootsie Roll better and stuff? I'm like, Tootsie Roll's like a, a kind of a soft dance for a young boy, whatever. So, but I Tootsie Roll the you, shit for $10. So you, so you, you Tootsie Roll I Tootsie for $10? I Tootsie Roll for, for $10. You had no was, shame in your I game. Was, I, was, I, was, yeah, I had no, no scruples. In, you had no shame in your game. And I know like in fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade, 
I remember we did the whole dance with the um remember fun dip, the candy? Yes. With the with the it stuck was, on the stick yeah, and yeah, the yeah. thing? Yeah. Somebody somebody bet me 10 bucks I won't sniff the fun dip like it was cocaine. <laughs> I'm a recovering sugar addict. Yo, I, I did that like a quick little bump, little. I was like, ha! It was a different world. It burned, but it was I treated it like it was cold. I did it for 10 bucks. I was a cheap thrower back then. What do you want from me? You got the 10 bucks, right? I got my $10. Okay, they gave so me my 10 sorry. bucks. As long as you got the 10 bucks. I got my 10 bucks. As long as you got the 10 bucks. You never did that shit for money? Nothing for weird things for money? No. You a lie. You a lie. I don't believe you. I don't going to believe me. But... I don't. I don't think the people believe you either. I don't think right. listeners believe your ass either. I'm telling the truth, people. I'm telling the truth. All right, man. Um, Some off of the Associated Sons and slide up out this pace. Associated Sons this week, raise your words, not your voice. It's the rain that grows flowers, not thunder. So says the sons. Associated Sons. Yeah, I don't think we need all this loud noise from these looting and this and all the above the the, the mishaps and misfortunes and nonsense that's going on here. Yeah. The extra stuff to prove the point that a man lost his life. I feel like like I said, we have to beat them at their own game. So it's just the words of the power of our vote, power of this new Black Friday movement. Yeah. Certain things like that will be will hold more weight. It's just making a whole 100%. lot of noise. One hundred percent, man. So yeah, one hundred percent, man. I th- I think you know I might even I might even look to put together something about that Black Friday mm-hmm. and post and see if I can get a few, a few people to, to to go ahead and post and see if we can just make something I'm down. something happen. You know what I'm I mean? Because it's like I said, I seen this. I seen this one thing. It was so powerful to me. Is this clip that was going by and it was. Protesters, they was out, out in the streets, and it was uh, two older dudes, and like a, a like a young kid, right? And dude was arguing. He was like, "Yo, we can't keep doing this. We can't keep doing this." He goes, five years ago, I was out here protesting. He goes, "Nothing changed. We got to do something different." Mm-hmm. The dude was like, the other dude was like, "Sometimes you gotta stand. You gotta stand your ground." And he goes, "No, goes, nah, we can't do it like this. It don't make no sense. Don't." He goes, he goes, he looked at the. Looked at the kid. He goes, "Look, he forty six and he angry. I'm thirty one and I'm angry. You sixteen and you angry. He goes, nothing's changed, man. This is going five years from now. We're gonna be right here, the same thing, doing the same." Thing. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. St. Louis. So yeah, man. So it's it, you know I think. What I want people to do, if if they you know find it possible, is to decompress, man. Mm. Just one day, just not taking any news, not taking any form of social media. I know it's probably it's it's going to be hard for a lot of people at this point, but I think this a lot of what we see is just feeding that negative negativity, and it's drowning out a lot of positive positiveness it's it's clouding our thinking and our judgment mm. right and i think if you know if we allow ourselves to we talk about decompressing all the time just you know what i mean just pulling back and just being one with yourself one right. with your thoughts and kind of not have things clouding your judgment i think i mean i think if we allow ourselves to do that 
then you know more more situations will come to light as far as how to go about going how about doing things. Uh, more conversations would be had without the yelling, without the scream, about why this has not worked and what can we do or what can we try that might work. Mm. I mean, as opposed to just beating our heads over doing the same thing with the same damn results. Mm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. how we see it, man. It's how we see it. So, oh, that's it. <clears throat> Once again, folks, thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. Peace and love, y'all. Be safe out there. Think before you react. Definitely. Peace. And let's put an end to ignorance and racism at the same time. Peace. 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 The Particle Sons with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous.